0: Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth.
1: There are not going to be any more nations. He himself will rule with a rod of iron. Yes, there will be the peoples of the earth, but these separations that we've had, the human race will be governed by our King in that day the united states won't exist europe won't exist in the sense of the governmental boundaries everybody following me we need to remember we're citizens of heaven first and foremost
0: how can we face fear pastor robert and elizabeth have been leading us through the scriptures to help us see the choice between fearing god rather than men the issue of compromise is a big deal in human history as our teachers explain, we must learn much from those who have gone before us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth in the book of Jeremiah chapter 38, verse 14, with their continuing study entitled, Whom Do You Fear?
1: Second Peter, the earth and everything in it is going to dissolve in fervent heat. There will be no more nations. The kings of the earth, God himself will kill, according to the scriptures. Jesus himself will execute the kings of the earth. There are not going to be any more nations. He himself will rule with a rod of iron. Yes, there will be the peoples of the earth, but these separations that we've had, the human race will be governed by our king in that day. The United States won't exist. Europe won't exist in the sense of the governmental boundaries. Everybody following me? We need to remember we're citizens of heaven first and foremost. We need to recognize that taking a stand, it's going to cost us something. If not us, our children our grandchildren. Some of you won't live to see it. I mean, the rapture could come and interrupt it all, but some of you may very well be around to have to make this kind of decision. You know, do I go to the pit? Do I present myself to be executed? Do I deny my Lord Jesus? You know, what's... What's the price that you're willing to pay? How much is it worth? How much is Jesus worth to you? You know, what if he doesn't do what you think he should do in your circumstances?
2: That's the issue we want to settle. I think that's why he has us dwelling so much on fear and faith these days. Because we do need to settle which governs us. What do we fear more? If you don't, if you don't cultivate, a fear of the Lord doesn't come automatically. It's a choice. It is also a gift. He empowers that once you make the choice. But it's not something that you just wake up one day and say, like, oh my, I'm so godly. I'm all surprised. It's something that cultivates and is countercultural. It's swimming upstream. And so I think he has us taking inventory and say, okay, what are my breaking points? What, when am I the weakest? I mean, when am I the weakest? When does it scare me the most? When am I most apt to give in? For me, it would have been when I raised my children. What if? In in some of the countries where it's like, if you don't convert or if you don't unconvert, if you don't become an atheist, we will take your children into the state warrant. They will become in state custody. If you don't deny Jesus, we will take your children. Many Christians are facing that as it is. What do you do? And so, the way to prepare, the way I've prepared, is that I'm reading the stories of those who've gone before. How did you do that? Why? What happened 20, 30 years later? And what they all say is, the kids stood firm. Whose parents stood firm? The kids who saw the example of parents even dying or being imprisoned for their faith, the heritage of faith was passed on. The parents who caved, it's like, no, but I love my children, and I don't want the state. That would be really bad because they would raise them atheistic, and that those kids saw compromise, and so they became children of compromise. The best you can give anybody you love is that you yourself follow the truth it's that simple and so settle it now when it costs you relatively less here's the other thing the fear of the lord makes you bold the fear of man makes you scared of everybody you saw that with zedekiah whatever you i mean if you once you cave in once it'll be harder to stand the next time there's always grace to start fresh but start today if you compromise today it'll be easier to compromise tomorrow it'll be harder not to That's the choices we're facing. So in Jeremiah 38, verse 14, then Zedekiah the king, and he constantly reminds us, he is the king, he had the power to do what he wanted. The king sent and had Jeremiah the prophet again brought to him at the third entrance of the house of the Lord. And the king said to Jeremiah, I will ask you something, hide nothing from me. You see, he's terrified. He keeps calling him back. Even though he sends him all over creation, this prison to that prison, he keeps calling him back. I want to ask you something, don't hide it from me, he's terrified. When you give in to this, people have become afraid of their own shadows, because they know that they have no integrity, so they have nothing to save them. All their friends are only friends as long as they, I mean, there's not real friends you gain that way anyway. They don't even respect you, I've learned the hard way. The people you try to appease by compromising, they don't respect you, they see right through your compromise. That's why they say Christians are hypocrites, because we have been at times doesn't mean they're not in whatever they live. But just know that whatever you're hoping to win by compromise, you won't win. It won't stand. It's hollow. Jeremiah 38 verses 15 and 16. Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, If I declare to you, will you not surely put me to death? And if I give you advice, you won't listen to me. So that Zedekiah the king swore secretly, again, to Jeremiah saying, As the Lord lives who made our very souls, I will not put you to death, nor will I give you into the hands of these men who seek your life. Would you trust him at this point? I've already promised you, you've asked me in secrecy already so many times, and you still give me to whoever next comes before you. But notice that now, Zedekiah, I think that there was an opening, I think he was different from those kings in Israel's history who just flat hated the Lord. I don't think he does. I think he's just a scared wimp, like Robert said. Because now he's acknowledging that God made our very souls. So, it's not like he doesn't... Maybe it's not that he doesn't believe in God, it's just that he's too scared to believe in God. Does that make sense? Because it's not politically correct to believe in God. But he is acknowledging that God made our very souls. It's amazing. Uh, Somebody asked me last week, she said, If there's all this evidence that there really is, that both that God exists and that He is who He said He is, there's overwhelming evidence that the Bible is true for anybody with intellectual integrity to seek it out. Many have set out to disprove the Bible and became converted in the process. So 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 my sister asked me here, if that is true, then why don't more believe? Why is it that academia is so against it? You have to know, and it's very easily proven. You have to not I'm not an intellectual you don't have to search that much to see that evidence points to creation and to all that God says So why they don't believe has nothing to do with facts. It has everything to do with preference And it's significant that in times of ease people choose not to believe It's typical of human race when things are easy oh, Maybe I believe in God. Maybe I don't it really has no consequence. I want what I want when they are in a plane that's going down all of a sudden everybody cries out for Jesus All of a sudden, it's not preference anymore. All of a sudden, deep in your soul, you know who made you. That's why, I mean, it's fascinating because God uses all things for for His benefit. That's why there's revival in the Middle East, where the whole world is going up in flames. There's crisis in the Muslim faith because of how ISIS misrepresents it. They think it's misrepresenting. ISIS is just taking the Quran literally. They are doing what it says. That too can be documented. So there's a crisis of identity among the Muslim worlds, and many are finding Jesus. Crisis leads to God. It's, it's in ease and affluence that we have the luxury. No, I don't think so. I think today I'll be like new age, and then I'll explore something else. That's, that's in luxury, not when you're hammered with a crisis. God is God whether we want Him to be God or not. I mean, he really, it's not like He needs our consent to be God. He is who He is. We are the ones who say we either line up with the way the world works or we try to kick against it. And for a season, it looks like the world is winning. And that's where faith is so crucial. It won't win. It's just that there's a season where the enemy is giving its, his very best last before his last finished, his done. He knows his time is short, that's why his wrath is so vehement. With that, so, Jeremiah thirty-eight seventeen eighteen. 18. Then Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, the God of Israel. All these titles he's now feeling free to proclaim. If you surely surrender to the king of Babylon's princes, then your soul shall live. Again, because Babylon represents God's discipline. This city shall not be burned with fire, and you and your house shall live. But if you do not surrender to the king of Babylon's princes, then this city shall be given into the hand of the Chaldeans." If you don't surrender, they're going to take it anyway. You just have the voluntary choice. And they shall burn it with fire, and you shall not escape from their hand. Again, one of the many examples why we say in this historical season, Babylon represents God's discipline. God says, if you surrender to my discipline, it will do its work and it will be over, and you will be spared, and the city will be spared. But if you will not surrender, if you think you can outsmart my discipline, then I let loose. And you get, the full, you get the full fury of your own choices. And he says a little later in Jeremiah 43:10, I will send for my servant Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and I will set his throne over these stones I've buried here. He will spread his royal canopy above them. God gave Nebuchadnezzar, he calls him his servant. Later he called Cyrus his servant. He's using these unbelievers to do his work because the believers are blaspheming god left and right
0: though one may be overpowered by another two can withstand him and a threefold cord is not quickly broken this verse is from the book of ecclesiastes and it's at the very heart of the vision for this special friday edition of main thing radio jesus pastor robert and his wife elizabeth a three-fold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying all around. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, as taught by Pastor Robert. But today's message is unique. As you listen today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Now, maybe you'd like to hear this message from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth again. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and simply select Today's Date from the Main Thing Radio media Player. You can listen to, download, or subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.